Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Hey, everybody. It is May 23rd, 2020. This is the Wrestling Inc. podcast, AEW Double or Nothing 2020. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Matt Morgan, joined by Raj Geary, here to talk about everything that happened. Um, Matt, overall, what did you think of this pay-per-view tonight? Um, I thought the Sand thing was lame. Really? Um, <laughs> parts of it I thought were really, really ridiculous. It's too long. But the parts of it that were kind of funny, they were cute. The stuff in the bar was pretty sweet, I thought, for the most part. It was pretty dope. Um, there was parts of it that were pretty cool. Um, but, come on, there was a lot of gaga going on. But it, maybe the, and that's what it was designed to do, right? A lot of gaga. Absolutely. But the, the whole show as a whole, though, um, I thought was good. I do not think Statlander any longer needs the alien gimmick. I'm sorry. She's charismatic just physically. Her body language, her facial expressions, not doing the alien stuff. Is plenty enough. She's a stud, man. I, I like watching her. Um, and obviously, so is Ford. Oh my God, Jim, <laughs> Jim Ross during like the beautiful lady right there. <laughs> yeah, oh, nice, that's a great woman. That's a nice looking woman right there. It sounds bad when Jr. Says it, 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 does, it does. It does. <laughs> but like, I, I, <laughs> they both are superstars. Of those two women, I thought yeah. for sure. Um, what else what was really cool? Oh, uh, Brian Cage. That was a cool. Oh. I don't know if that was really a surprise, though, because I'd always heard he was going to AEW, right? Yeah. Uh, I didn't expect him there tonight. That was cool. Um, great match, by the way. Joey Genoa, like your gear. That fits you. The pants that he was wearing, that works. Um, versus the tights. That didn't work for him. Um, weird thing to say, I know, but that's just something that stuck <laughs> out in my head. Because um, I like him. Um, I'm trying to think what else that was cool. Um, oh, Cody. Um, what up, Mike Tyson turning heel on, on Art Anderson? <laughs> 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 Tyson didn't punch anyone. They had been teasing that, but he didn't uh, He didn't knock uh, anyone out. They still, I don't care. They still had Mike Tyson in the middle. That's pretty cool. Um, he still looks good. Uh, he looks amazing, actually. God, he, he looks better than I do. <laughs> He's as impressive as I'm looking. Um, I just thought that uh, it was a good show very long but i do like that these shows are long these shows don't bother me when they're long so that means it's a obviously then that means that's a good show then because i don't get tired out from these long pay-per-views they do i really don't yeah i i like the stampede match i thought it was a little too long um i thought i thought it dragged at parts you didn't think really quick you didn't think homeboy selling the ring bell doing that and like that was ridiculous why would that be your sell that is my one question i was asking my wife i go that would not be how i would sell that i'd be grabbing my ears you know i'd be doing whatever i would not be doing this like convulsion crap he was doing it, 
yeah, right, stuff yeah, I'm doing. yeah, yeah. Such, God, but God, I liked God. I like Heyman Page drinking at the bar with uh, yeah, Jack Swagger. Cool. I liked. Uh, you know, overall, I, I thought it was uh, it oh, reminded Tyler, me a yeah. lot of Money in the Bank in that it was a lot of haha stuff. It, it not it wasn't very serious as mostly uh, right. comedy and entertainment, but I liked it. I, I thought and, it went too long, but I, used, I enjoyed it. They used all the parts of the uh, arena, the, I'm sorry, the football stadium too, very well. Down to yeah. the line gimmick, the line yeah. drawer, whatever. Seriously, and as soon as let me ask you this: when they went in, when uh, uh, when Jackson. Uh, went into um, his gimmick, his uh, what do you call it? Rolling uh, um, back suplexes. Yeah, you knew he was going to be hundred yards. But in my head, I'm like, no way they're going to sit there and hold the camera on him for hundred yards, right? That was smart how they did that. I yeah, thought, I thought that was well played. But again, then back to the Gaga with him super kicking the referee for yeah. giving him a flag for dancing on the play. And I get it, I'm being too serious. Maybe I don't know, but. Well, Hangman Page is in the arena with the, on a horse. So, that was know. great. <laughs> that was the best use of animals so far. I I don't know why I forget anything with him. I forgive. Yeah, no, I thought really? it was great. I, liked I don't it. know why. I just do. I think he's such a star. I just do. He's cool too. Yeah. By the way, yeah. chilling at the bar makes Seth Swagger said I don't have a beard. Whatever they were doing. I love that. Who looks like have a movie? I feel like yeah. in a lot of ways this coronavirus in AEW has hurt him the most because he was really yeah. rising. He was yeah. really starting to get those reactions. And now yes. you don't have that public reaction. You know, he was in California, hasn't been able to make most of the TVs. Um, yeah. But, yeah, Justin Lopez saying the stadium stampede was greater than money in the bank at WWE. Her- I agree. Headquarters. Let me be clear. I, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with this, that the money in the bank humor was slapstick and five-year-old humor right up Vince's alley. Um I, I agree. I thought it was just too lowbrow. Uh, I, I didn't hate Money in the Bank. They it was used, just there. They knew the element. There it is. Hashtag. It was there. Dropped it. Oh. Dropped it early. Why is that not on the finger? Dropped it early. Well, like, but, but to be fair, like AEW did a good job in this stampede of using its environment. They used everything. Um, things I didn't even know were in a football stadium. They were so many. Right. The finish of it was awesome. You could, dude, yeah. you see how high up they were? Yeah. Um, so, like, with WWE with the money in the bank, that like I didn't think they used enough of that office, quite frankly. I agree. Yeah. No, I, I felt like there were a lot of missed opportunities in the money in the bank. And I also thought, ultimately, with wrestling, it's best when it's a serious thing when you really want to win the be- you really want to win the match where you really want to win a belt. That's true. And and when it's comedy, it takes away from it. But at the same time, in these times, you know, make people smile, make people laugh. It's it's fine. You know, yeah. even if you're taken away from the that's a good point. The actually, intensity of it. Laugh. I, I think th- of it that way. Actually, that's a good point. I thought this was more clever than Money in the Bank was. So for me, you know, if we're doing humor, I thought this was better, um, and I enjoyed it more. It was. Uh, thanks to Drake Hogg for the uh, twenty euro. Nothing. Chat. No comments. No, question. Didn't want to say anything. No, just here's some money. Put it. Put it in Raj's well, g-string. Raj's not thinking. He doesn't get it. Thank you. Uh, Leon's Duncan uh, saying, love the show, Glenn. Uh, the Bees, uh, the Wu-Tang song last night, Matt, was Triumph, we were talking yes, about. thank you. And the song you spoke of was Mystery of Chess Boxing. Matt, finish the Ooh. Jay-Z line in Biggie Smalls. Finish the line, Jay-Z and Biggie Smalls make you, wants you to finish the rap lyric. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Straight lace rise. Just go ahead, rise. Go right in. Finish I it. was going to finish it, but go ahead. Oh, oh. Oh, wow. I will shut up. Go. Actually, I don't know the song. 
I don't don't know. Um, here we go. Uh, was the pay per view worth uh, $49.99? Oh, yeah. Robinson says yes. I'm yet to have a problem paying money for these pay per views. I don't even give these back to Raj and say, Raj, you should. I should be getting money off for these to cover this, and I've never done it because I think these are. I, don't, I mean, I'm exactly it's a tax writer. Here. But to be, but honestly, I, it's money well spent. Every time I've spent money on the pay per views. Yeah, I mean, I, it, under it, normal it, times, it, I I don't think it would have been. But with the, what we're going through right now, with the lack of options, absolutely. Um, but I would argue the same. Token, a lot of people are out of work. I think I think it would have been a bigger feel good win for AEW if they would have done tonight at twenty dollars, so more people could watch it. I mean, I could see that some wrestling fans probably really had to make a tough decision tonight whether to buy this. I guarantee you they did. I would think that this is going to be one of the lower pay-per-view buys for AEW. UFC has been doing great, actually, uh, and NASCAR did great uh, the other day. NASCAR is ahead, ahead of the curve with this. Have you seen what they've been doing? Like My wife, of all people, was, who doesn't watch NASCAR, was explaining it to me. Do you know what they're doing with the fans? Like, no, they're, no. I thought they didn't have fans. They don't. They're doing some gimmick, the way if I'm understanding her correctly, where they have the sound of fans in, in out there. Oh, or something okay. like that. Yeah. Well, NFL, the <laughs> NFL has been thinking about doing that on Fox. If they're not going to have fans in the stands, uh, what's his name? Pat Buck, Jeff Buck, Pat Buck. What's his name? Uh, the uh, Pat Buck. Pat Buck. He said that they are actually already have it in place where they're going to have fake crowds. So they're going to CGI crowds and fake crowd noise, and they're going to you know tell the you know the TV viewers ahead of time. That we're doing everything to bring you uh, a live experience, and it's going to be fake noise and fake crowds. And I, you know what? I, I do you watch Bill Maher? Occasionally, yeah. I know he's been uh, using piped in laughter and audience reactions, and it's so much better than the the non piped in laughter. Yeah. Hey, so check this crap out. So NASCAR, I'm not so much here for waking her up for that thing. For that, that's what you mean. Yeah. Um. Listen to this. They digitalize. They take the fans from prior, like the Daytona 500 and what it looked like around the bowl, like in the in the arena, in the, in the stands, and they digitally put them in there. So yeah. when you watch them go around the track, it looks like there's people in there. Huh. That's what NFL is looking to do. I think that's pretty damn smart. It does fix the aesthetic weirdness that we're seeing with WWE right now. Yeah. Um. Brad Swenson saying it's Joe Buck. Joe Buck is, the, is who said. I thought you were talking about somebody in Ransom, so I thought it was Pat Buck. I didn't hear what your favorite part was. <laughs> Pizza Claus <laughs> spent over 50 bucks on Super Chats on Monday, and we didn't read one. Sorry what? about that, man. You've got to be uh, kidding me. We're, we're, Glenn. No, nice. don't look at me. Raj was here Glenn. Monday night. That's on oh. him. <laughs> Pour another wine, brother. I, I got it going. It's uh, Saturday night. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> No, but thanks. Uh, sorry, sorry, we didn't get yours. We we try to keep it. If it's not related to what we're talking about yet, sometimes we don't. We're hoping to get to it later. Nine bucks, Raj. You let him come in. I, I don't remember us missing some, but that's a big one. That is a big one. Well, unless it was like fifty-one dollar super chats. Yeah. But, you know, oh. Along the way. Well, okay. Uh, what else? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I dug it. I liked uh, the Matt Hardy changing personalities. Yeah. 
uh, thought I thought that was really clever. Well, I like when they do continuity stuff, and I think for Hardy that yeah. was good. Now and there was some controversy. We'll get to that. Yeah. Well, let's just get it out of the way now. Do we want to just talk about that now? Because people in super chats are bringing or, it up, and looks. Let's bring it up yeah. here real quick. Um, what? There was a super chat. Uh, a lot of people uh, well, bringing up. Not happy with the drowning spot, but for the rest, they seem to have fun, and that's what we re- need right now. So what? there was the drowning spot in the the stampede match with oh, Matt Hardy, with the, and then the, he was like Ortiz, Ortiz, and what's his name? Yeah, where they're drowning him, and then he at one point he's like floating on top of the the pool, like he's dead for a second. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, I mean, I that that caught my eye when it happened. I know they didn't. You know, it's it's one of those things. I know they didn't didn't mean it. What do you? What? I'm confused. What? What do you mean? What did it mean? What? Matt Hardy. People. People. And that's how I saw. But some people were saying with what happened with Chad this week, it was insensitive to have. To um, do the drowning. Which I didn't think of until someone said that on Twitter. I I I got a connection. I, I yeah. You're seeing yeah. my reaction live right now to that. Um, I had no idea. I, I didn't pick up on that whatsoever. Um, different strokes for different folks, obviously. It shows that we all view things differently and we could be watching the same thing. Um, I think it just depends on who you, you know, how you view things and how you take things and receive them. Um, but I did definitely, for what it's worth, and it's easily one of my best friends, and I did not take that whatsoever from that. Like you guys saying that, I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Do you I thought you were saying I had no idea. No, I'm not saying there's not a line, but I don't think that crossed it. I think uh I don't think they meant it. I I, I honestly do think um I would have cut it out just because the 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 time in and, and it's the same thing with the Edge and Orton stuff when WWE got a lot of flack, even though because uh, it was during the time that the Benoit documentary came out, but um what I was it's clearly not meant to be a, a, a take on anything that's happened recently it, it was clearly a, a comedy thing the lake of reincarnation and then the matt hardy facts and everything it was meant to be comedy yeah yep. but uh unfortunate next. coincidence next. next uh let's talk about the pre-show best friends versus private party kicking it off the winners the new number one contender uh best friends winning via pinfall this reminded me i mean matt what, what do you think about this i feel like private party was so hot coming yes. in the last fall and then yes. they disappeared I don't know. I got nothing for you on that. I think they're freaking awesome and they're exciting to watch. And believe it or not, in this day and age in wrestling, it's damn near impossible to be original and innovative, and they are. Um, I don't get this one. I don't. I got nothing for you. Uh, same here. Uh, I, I, if if I'm pushing, if I'm picking like ten people to push, they would be in that group uh, because they have charisma. They have. Uh, they're unique. They're they're you know, they're, and they're interesting. And you want to push new stars. And I, I know, and you know what? The best friends, uh, Trent Beretta's got a good this, look and everything. He does <laughs> exactly. Uh, he but does. the best friends as a team, I don't know. I, I just don't see them as a star tag team. You know, if I'm trying to build a, a Road Warriors Midnight Express feud, they're not in it. Of course not. And they give, honestly, the, the dumb hug thing, dude, like, that was cute the first, like, five to ten times, exactly. I'll say. I'll even give you ten times. It was. I, I thought it used to pop, too. But, but, like, it's another part of the show that I've got to see Jim Ross, or hear Jim Ross, rather, and Tony Schiavone <laughs> can't, you know, phone it in on pretending to be excited about it. But in their heads, you know what they're thinking. No. Yeah. Wait, hold like, on a second. It's, it's annoying. 
Like Absolutely. enough with this. Stop put they have so many things like this throughout the show, Glenn. Yeah. That continues to happen like this. And it, it I don't if you're gonna do things like this in the show, this is one I could live without. Absolutely. And you know, there's a difference between like a Orange Cassie and a best friend. I could show my friends Orange Cassie Orange and his, Cass- with his pockets doing flips. I'm not gonna show them these guys hugging. You know it's, what I mean? Like that's not gonna get my friends into watching wrestling. Because if you show like, okay, what's next? Well, wait, right. they pop because they hug. I don't get it. People hug, guys hug each other all the time. Why is this any special? Well, Why is this more special anymore. than other guys hugging each other? <laughs> right. yeah, now, now, now they got to do the Demolition Man handshake. You remember that? Oh, be, the... Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so you, wait, so wait, wait, what did that look like? Matt Morgan popping for best friends. Like, oh, they really like each other. They're hugging. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm so excited. It's so nice to see male friendship represented in professional Ready? Wrestling. Ready? Yeah. I'll give it to you. Yeah. Marissa, you ready? Watch this. Watch this. You're gonna you're gonna think this is the funniest thing ever. This is so funny. Everybody goes bananas for it online. Watch this. Watch, watch. No, 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 babe. They're not doing anything after this. That's that's it. That's it right there. What don't you understand? This was no people online, they think it's cool, they say it's cool. It's not cool. I'm not cool. Wait, what? That's how it went. There you go. Um, but the best friends with Orange Cassidy, it's like imagine if Marco Stunt was the most over guy in Jurassic Express. Like, best friends got a problem, you know, when the sidekick yeah. is the star attraction. And there is one thing when you're working to your own audience as opposed to working to get new fans in. And uh, and I think the best friends, that works for your your own audience. But to get new fans in, that's not going to that's not going to draw, no. you know. And what's what's crazy is I will argue show Orange Cassidy to someone who's not watched wrestling. I'm telling you, he pops everybody across the board that I've sent clips of him to. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Orange Cassidy is someone you could show to to friends. They're like, whoa, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like a Steve Austin awesome where they're like, it's a a different, but it's the most entertaining like side show act yes, I've seen yes. in forever. Well, yep. and we'll talk about Orange Cassidy uh, tonight. First, we just got a couple super chats. Uh, Duncan Brady, Canadian five dollars. You could take your gimmick matches and shove them. Isac, Isac. I'm assuming he means. I want yeah. a mainline MJF versus Jungle Boy. Love you guys. Pay yes. for worth every penny. Yeah. Uh, yes. Me and, that, me and Glenn were talking about this before the uh, that was before my favorite the show. Match tonight. That was my favorite match tonight. By the way, that's going to be a world title match in a year or two. It yeah. should be. Yeah. You should be. Jungle Boy, you need to get a pair of trunks that fit you, though, brother. <laughs> they keep, I'm telling you, they're yeah. size too big. They, look like they, they fall off them a little bit. Yeah. Um, but he's the star. Uh, the line is Brooklyn's finest. Jay-Z and Biggie Smalls make you blank your drawers. Drawers. Yes. Where are you from? <laughs> Stampede was awesome fun. Uh, thank you, Leonza. And uh, let's see. Oh, uh, there we go. Uh, Ten euros uh drake hog three longtime fan first chance to follow live thank you for checking us out live he's excalibur really just in the bar using his vince voice excalibur used the phrase pot committed tonight is that why raj has to work this evening Ooh, maybe onto something yes ethan kramer pointing it out as well um so yeah best friends are now the number one tag team contenders it's just no i don't care about that yes they have way better tag teams 
You know what? And I said this from the beginning when people were saying, oh, that's great. The Young Bucks put Private Party over in the tournament. I, I was like, no, Young Bucks no. should win that tournament. Establish those belts. Yes. And, and the then best get team in the world. They should exactly. have the tag team championships to start this company off, I thought. Yep. And have a hot feud with Phoenix and uh, Pentagon. Oh, yes. That's yes. how you get. You need a Midnight Express versus Road Warriors feud to get the, the belts over. And uh, same thing with the AEW women's title. I feel like they have. It's just been floundering. But uh, this we'll get to later. I did not get that either. But go ahead. Uh, and then we had the ladder match: Darby Allen versus Colt Cabana versus Orange Cassidy versus Joey Janela versus Scorpio Sky versus Kip Sabian versus Frankie Kazarian versus Luchasaurus. And yeah. uh, we had a surprise entrant tonight. Not Drew Gulak. It was Brian Cage who came out with Taz and entered the match last and went on to win, winning uh, winning a future AEW World Championship match. Does, can Brian Cage not cut promos? Does he suck? Yeah. No, I'm asking. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I was. Uh, it's interesting. Um, I, th- I think. Uh, I mean, Raj, what's your what's your take on this? He, I mean, Brian Cage. Is, is so, like, I, I I was hanging out with him when in that Barbados event a couple a couple months oh. ago, and and he he has that charisma where he you know people notice him. Yeah, people are watching. But once he got on the mic, it was a little rough. Um, he so was kind of doing the Canyon gimmick. He was, you know, he was not doing his own thing. He was copying Canyon. Like, who's better than Cage? You know, doing all that. And uh, what? Yeah. Um, so I, I think this is a good choice. I think uh, pairing up, pairing him up with somebody that can make him look well, like a monster. When uh, was he doing this? Who better than Cage? Oh well, the, in Barbados he was doing that. In Impact too. I, you know, he's huh. the mic. There, he he has this very imposing look, but he yes. sounds like a nice guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it's like a ricochet problem, right? But he's jacked. I don't care. This dude jacked. Right. Looks like he gets the crap out of everybody in the ring. Well, it's funny because Mike Tyson, you know, oh is, yeah, true. doesn't have the manliest voice, but it's dangerous enough that it works. Well, same thing with but, Brock to a degree. Brock Lesnar, yeah, similar. yeah. Brock doesn't have a very intimidating voice, but um, um so. Here's my only complaint about this match. Orange Cassidy kind of broke the gimmick a lot in this. Like, it was actually taking yeah. me out of it. I was like, wait yeah. a second, dude. Like, you've got a character. They, they, if they're going to show him this much, this yeah. is the risk they run, unfortunately. Yeah. is He has to eventually be able to wrestle unless you don't, which I don't mind. I like seeing him pull all this crap off. Sure. I like coming out of it tonight and seeing it, I guess. But I don't know. Yeah. He, he's kind of like a, if you had an 80s reference, like George Animal Steel, where it's cool once a month, where you see him eating the turnbuckles and doing yeah. all that. Yeah. But if you every week, at some point, it, it gets to be a little much. Uh, less is more with him. Him not putting up the ladders. Um, it was kind of funny. <laughs> it was good. I just wanted a bit more. He was just waiting for someone to do it. So like Marco coming out there tonight with the mini ladder. Like when Marco came out with the mini ladder, I was just like, "Oh no, uh, oh no!" Like this is that's that's where I find AEW struggling right now. It's too much ha ha stuff with that, and not enough serious stuff. Like you know, when Moxley debuted in AEW, that was a big moment. It was amazing. Uh, yeah, and and those big moments that the serious feuds that you have on top, and then you have your comedy on the bottom, but you have the big stuff on top that's serious, and there's not enough serious right now. And I'd, I'd like to see more of that. Yeah. 
No, absolutely. Um, so with Cage winning this match, how do you think that worked as a surprise? I mean, they kind of trolled us with Gulak leaving WWE. They announced the ninth I think man. Cage, I'll be honest, I love Gulak. I hope he does his PowerPoint presentation and somehow brings part to that with him. Yeah. I'm sorry, but Brian Cage is a headline star, potentially. Potentially. Okay. Absolutely. I agree with you, Matt. I don't see Gulak ever headlining an AEW pay-per-view. I could see Cage. Dude, he's a walking, talking action figure. Like, he is impressive looking. And the stuff he does, I, you know, I hope he, I hope he takes a, a page out of Lance Archer and not Keith Lee, where and uh, and Don, Donovic Dijakovic, Dominic, where, Dijakovic. Dominic, yeah, but where you use bad. your impressive stuff once in a while and don't throw it all out there constantly because it's more impressive that way. It stands out more. Yeah, definitely. And uh, and I thought Lance, and we'll get to that, but I thought Lance yeah. Archer, he's been doing that. You know, he does the, he'll do that walking on the ropes, moonsault. Yeah. But that's it. He's not doing too much other stuff, so you yeah. remember that one spot, as opposed to Keith Lee does a hundred things and you don't remember it by the end. <sighs> so let's take a quick moment. Thank the sponsor of this episode, which is Manscaped. Guys, uh, Father's Day is coming up, and if you've got a hairy father, Manscaped is the perfect Father's Day gift. Make your dad proud this year. Get him and yourself the Manscaped perfect package. You know what they say, like father, like son. Uh, Raj, before we went on the air, revealed to me that he has a hairy chest and he uses Manscaped to... uh it's a hairy chest, but yeah, I keep it trimmed. I, keep, I use the Manscaped for it. Go on, Raj. Show, it's show perfect. The hairy chest. And it's perfect. Show the hairy chest. <laughs> All right. <laughs> here it goes. <laughs> People there. Rise. NWO Rise. Folks, folks, look at that. Take it in, folks. Take it in. And there's no razor that can handle that forest quite like a manscaped lawnmower 3.0. He has a perfect fade, thanks to. Seriously. Uh, I used it today, trimmed this. And you know what I love about the 3.0? It's got the adjustable guard on it there where you can just snap it into yeah. place. You don't have to deal with trying to futz with getting a plastic attachments built right into the razor. This is fantastic. Uh, Mans- Manscaped is the only brand dedicated to below-the-waist grooming. They've forever changed the grooming game with their perfect package 3.0. It's the number one recommended gear uh, <laughs> gift all year long. Comes with the essential lawnmower 3.0, cordless body trimmer, and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine. They use the best ingredients. This is the third generation uh, trimmer. It's got that ceramic blade, so you're not going to cut or nick yourself. Matt, you must just have war stories about like the cuts all over your body that you've had doing all yes. the uh, the trimming and grooming with inferior products. And Manscaped's made it better. Absolutely. Um, I'm looking forward to using it before my first uh, um, men's physique, classic physique competition next season, after my election season's done. Um, because you cannot tan before you do your show until you shave first. Oh, yeah. Here's what happens, though. When you have to use a straight edge, you got to, like, give it a full 24 hours. You got to get lotion all over your body and stuff like that so the skin will receive the spray crap that they put on you to get darkened and bronze for the comp- for the stage Yeah, to hold better. And it ruins your entire physique if you don't have the perfect tan by the perfect company. I swear to God. And shaving your body and the stubble off of it and everything is very, very important. This thing is a godsend. That's just another example. I, I doubt we have bodybuilders watching this, but it shows that, it, in my opinion, it does the same job that a straight edge would do without nicking you up and cutting you up. Yeah. Try, oh. try it on your forearms. Not to sound weird, but for the folks at home, the guys that have been watching this, try it on your forearms. Try it on your forearms. See what it thinks. See what you think. You notice a little bit more vascularity in your forearms if, if you have hairy forearms. I'm telling you, you'll look younger. You'll feel better about yourself, and you'll be aerodynamic. How about that? 
Oh, there you go. Well, let me tell you, Matt, the closest I'm ever going to feel to a bodybuilder is when I use my lawnmower 3.0 and do my manscaping. Um, it's a great Father's Day gift, like I've said, and when you subscribe to the Perfect Package, you'll get a new replacement blade to refill your lawnmower trimmer, delivered to your door every three months, so you can make sure your trimmer is always hygienic and clean. I admitted this, uh, I think, last night. Matt, you can probably write to this, Raj, too. Remember, like, when you were in your 20s and you owned, like, that one razor with the attachments and you didn't clean the thing for, like, 10 years? Like, or maybe that was just me. But with this, I love the blade replacements. Make sure it's clean, tight, Dude, staying I'm on top you, of the I, I've been using it all the time. Like I said, upstairs and downstairs. It, it, it's, awesome. it's been great. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, look, if you're a man, if you're a woman, you want to get something for a Father's Day gift, this is definitely where it's at. And, hey, this year you're probably not going to see your, your father in person, so it won't be nearly as awkward. Maybe just attach a note and say, you know, every superhero respects their origin. Happy Father's Day, Dad. Enjoy your manscaping, and you're going to save 20% off, plus get free shipping when you go to manscaped.com and use our code W-I-N-C. That's 20% off, plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Promo code W-I-N-C. It's, it's dad bod season, so time to get smooth, and we thank Manscaped for sponsoring the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Um, so after that ladder match tonight... We had MJF with Wardlow uh, out there battling Jungle Boy. Real quick with the with the uh, yeah. the uh, the ladder match, it started yeah. off with Scorpio Sky and Kazarian, and uh, Matt. Matt, I'm sure you you probably remember this. Do you remember that Royal Rumble where Demolition were number one and two? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's totally what this reminded me of. Yeah. Um, and before cool. we cool. dive into this, uh, which for many the match of the night, uh, Raj, what do we got on the super chats? Now a lot of the, the uh, yes. Because how are we just rolling over the fact that Raj was just topless on his podcast? <laughs> Midnight Toker saying, "Is it overkill to have every legend manage someone?" Hmm. That is yes. A, um, yes. 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 And more. Yes. I, in my opinion, yes. It is going to be a little much. Uh, Tully is. Blanchard hasn't been on in a while, but um, yeah. Did they drop that? Or maybe he's just they, sheltering. They, I mean, he had. Uh, Sean Spears had had Tully Blanchard on his tights, which we'll get to early uh, later. But uh, yeah, uh, Phil Phil saying Jungle Boy and MJF match of the night. But I hate that reverse Rana spot. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah, he, MJF doesn't need that. He's great without that kind of stuff. Taking those kind of spots. Yes, because that was his neck on the line. Yep. Uh, Jared Wilson saying Luchasaurus is great. Yes. Um, uh, Scott asking if should Cage be a face? Most of their big guys are heel. I think with Taz, he should be a heel. What do you think, Matt? Yeah. Who else is a big guy that's a heel? Oh, Archer. Yeah, because then you have Art, you have Archer and Snake kind of doing something, you know, right now, and Taz and him, you don't want to seem too similar to that. Right. But then again, how do you get Taz in there as a face hmm. promo? I don't exactly. know. Exactly. Managers with baby faces just usually don't. Work. Paul no, Bearer with don't. Undertaker later on it did. Uh, Elizabeth and Macho Man, but otherwise it's it's tough. Um, Justin Lopez. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, go ahead. Justin Lopez, uh, Raj Zilla. Thank you for that. Thank you, thank you, sir. And then Peter Bahi wants to know what teams are there for uh, FTR to feud with besides the Bucks. Do you guys see AEW signing Gallows and Anderson or the Ascension? What about um, what do you call it? We just said it earlier. Uh, Lucha Brothers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Phoenix, they'd be yeah. Lucha Brothers and FTR would be off the chain. I'd pay a lot of money to see that match, actually. Yeah. Uh, Seven asking, is AEW waiting for Rusev? Love this show. Thank you so much. Um, you know, Rusev would, is a big get. 
I think uh, of all the released talent, I I think it would be the biggest, don't you? Of all the guys that are available. Oh, of of all that are available. I don't know know how to answer that. I hope so. I like him. I I want him to do well. I just, I wasn't a big fan of his. I was, when he first started, I liked the original Rusev. Long hair, ass kicker, jerky heel. I love him on his gimmick, actually. I I liked it a lot. I didn't think it needed to be changed, and it was kind of dated, but I I liked it. It it illustrated who the bad guy was in every single match. I like that. I think we were in agreement during the Rusev Day stuff, where it was more the chant and the, no, as his, opposed to the character. The way was, he played it at first with Aiden and the Lana's the best, Lana number one, like it ran, they ran into the ground, but it was really right. entertaining for it was, it was more than was expected. Um, definitely. Yeah. Uh, to, draw, yeah. to draw money really quick, to draw money, yeah. his money is, as, in my opinion, that first heel character that he played. And that's why he's wrestling John Cena at what was it, Mania? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a couple of these real quick. Midnight Toker saying Rogers 27 <laughs> pythons. Peter Bayes, Rip Rogers. Thank you, sir. Thank you, guys. Wow. Um, best friends, number one contenders equals Otis Money in the Bank winner. What's up with Ooh. all these goofs getting a push? I'm bigger than a lot of these guys. <laughs> he really legitimately is not just saying he is actually. Oh. Um, PZ, PZ Claus, I love every comment you just made right there. I agree. <laughs> uh, Midnight Toker, $2, saying AEW has pre-show matches that mean something. I mean, yeah, these were definitely yeah. not sort of the afterthoughts True. that we've been used to. Well, um, that's the thing. The pre-show is supposed to get you excited to want to order. Oh, that way, Glenn. <laughs> Glenn What's was that? not expecting that. Sorry, go ahead, Raj. Um... <laughs> And then be smooth. Two dollars deeper roster now. WWE or AEW? Um, still WWE. deeper. WWE? Are you kidding yeah. me? If you combine them, I mean WWE is massive. But by themselves, I I like AEW's oh. roster better than Raw oh, or SmackDown yes. or NXT. Yes, that's not what he said. He said WWE right. or AEW. Yeah. 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 Uh, BM Williams one two one five eleven five bucks. If it wouldn't be for MJF or even Danhausen, I don't know if I would have gotten back into wrestling. I'm a sucker for good character work. I mean. AJF, MJF, I think it was great tonight. Yeah, what? I mean, that's what's missing in wrestling. And MJF, in my opinion, he gets it. He knows how to be a character and how to... And he doesn't, like, be a nice guy on social media and then he's an asshole on, on TV. He's he's always his character, and you don't see that anymore. Folks, that was in Roger's opinion, in case you didn't hear the beginning of that statement. So those of you that have never heard of his MJF <laughs> character... You know, that hasn't just been lighting up the wrestling world as the best heel in the business right now for God knows how long now. Um, he he wouldn't be getting it. pushed if it weren't for my comments on the podcast. Well, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> my opinion, though. Like, like it's, it's, like, it's everyone. It's all of our opinion. Like, who's Dan Housen? And, um, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. Dan, Dan Housen? Housen's, he's, a, he's an indie wrestler who's been, he's oh. kind of the same vein. He's been he's been rising up and the same thing. Oh, no, I'm going to look him up. Okay. Um, but... I think he's been the only one of the like the last four or five years that has, other than Bray Bray Wyatt, I guess is longer than that, but that really gets it. Like he's, that gets the character is what is going to get you over. Yeah. Oh, no question. Yes, he's freaking money. Um, and the, Jared Wilson, uh, buck ninety nine in pounds, saying Jungle Boy is a Daniel Bryan like charm about him. 
Uh, yeah, he I has this that. thing. He's he's got like a. I, so, Back to the Future turns thirty five uh, years old in in a month or two, and I've I've just been rewatching him. And I just for some reason Jungle Boy remi- reminds me of Marty McFly. Just that very likable guy. Like you mm-hmm. you can't you can't dislike him. He's just a charismatic it's, dude. It's, it's easy to get heat on him as yeah. well. He actually makes you legit have sympathy for him in the middle of the heat of the match, you, and he has an exciting comeback. If he's in a tag match, he's a very exciting hot tag, which is a lost art in wrestling today. He's he's awesome. He's gonna be uh, he's gonna be big. He's get a little bit bigger, but he, he's gonna get there. He's very young. He's a he's a he's a future superstar. Yeah, he's a little you know he's he's on the skinny he's side. Young, That's though. always isn't, uh, he, isn't he really young? Yeah, I think yeah, he's twenty two. Like, oh my god. Is he really? Yeah, yeah. he's got plenty of time to fill that body out. Are you kidding me? You see what I look like when I was 22? I was 380 pounds. Uh, Wayne Montgomery, Buck 99, saying Tony Khan just announced Mox versus Cage of Fighter Fest. Wow. Still, man, they're they're doing these too Way soon. Way too soon. Way too soon. But I'm they not beat Brody Lee too soon. They beat Lance Archer they too did. soon. Again, they Matt, you, did. this and is we'll your thing with the genie in the bottle, and you're letting it out too quickly Definitely. on these yeah, monsters. Sure. But, but, but the selfish fan in me yeah no no it's great on paper but when you think about it like if you're writing a movie do you be drago right off the boat or do you have to kill everyone before he gets to rocky no especially if he comes off the boat no but if it's right off the bat no no. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we'll get to that in line it's not sure i don't like that tonight so, uh, so in, also in that match, Darby Allen, I, I made a point. Oh. I, I feel like Darby Allen is this generation's Jeff Hardy. For sure. Yeah. For sure. A little different, but yeah. You know what I mean? Like that daredevil. He was a smaller guy. And Jeff Hardy was small in, in yes, that Yes, he was. Back in the era. Yes, he was. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and then Fizzy Claws, again, five bucks, saying deeper rosters mean crap, in my opinion. It's time to make some freaking stars, all caps. AEW <laughs> and WWE are both crap in the bed when they try to make real stars. I agree. Don't know how to. They don't know how to. In fact, WWE, no offense, but they get in their own way with the talents that come over Nakamura already super over in other places. Samoa Joe, AJ, they don't get with. But you know what I'm saying? They screw it up. Well, AEW doesn't get in their way with it. At least it's not. They're trying. It's just they're doing so much tongue in cheek stuff that it's hard to take them serious. Like Brody Lee, you don't think he's a cult leader? Really quick. AEW, as far as d- developed that, when I mean, it, let me be clear, the companies that have actually made their own stars, though, Raj, that we didn't hear of before they came to those companies, what? who can you say in WWE that WWE has made that we didn't hear about in the last five years before they came to AEW, uh, before they came to WWE? AEW, we could just say it, MJF, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus. Um, but well, those aren't real stars yet. It's like headlining a pay-per-view. You know, like the, that today, game. could they mainline the pay per view? Is it the question? Like, who has AEW made that you could headline a pay per view yeah. that and wasn't JF before? versus Cody. Didn't they mean like nah, they were those, they were second from the yeah. top, but yeah, but yeah, MJF they have done a great job with, and and that angle that's what I was talking about as far as a serious thing that Cody versus MJF that was a serious angle and it was getting over huge, and now. <laughs> They have I think they've done a better a, a Brody job. Lee with a bunch of dorks and masks, and it's not as, you that know. Brody Lee, yes, that sucks. Um, yeah. James Young, $2, saying OVW, Matt Morgan, better than AEW, Lance Archer. 
Thank you, James Young. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, speaking of making stars, we had MJF versus Jungle Boy tonight. Many people's match of the night. I thought this was absolutely fantastic. They looked great. MJF won via pinfall. Um, but what did you think of this match, Matt? I'm sorry. What did you think of this match? What MJF match? versus Jungle Boy. Oh, bet my favorite match of the night. Yeah. That's saying something. There's some great matches tonight. I love this match. There was one point, uh, re- real quick, in the last match, in the Casino Ladder match, loudly on TV. Oh, uh, Joey Janela. Joey Janela goes. So Brian Cage, I think he threw Joey Janela out or something. And Joey Janela goes, fucking motherfucker, like loud on camera. Like yeah. it's like totally got. It was so funny. Uh, which you, you just, it's, it's just different. You never see it on WWE, so it's kind of refreshing. Um, but yeah. Uh, anyway, MJF. Uh, he shouldn't be taking the, uh, those neck bumps on the apron with that reverse hurricane run. I agree with you. I thought this was a really good match. I think they're both superstars. This reminds me of like a Bret Hart Shawn Michaels, where they're going to keep coming, you know, coming across each other throughout their career. Because um, you know, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, they had the Hart Foundation, the Rockers feud for a little bit. And then they had the Survivor Series, I think it was 1990, maybe 93, whatever it was. I think it was 93, actually. Um, but they're going to keep crossing paths. This is going to be like one of those feuds. Um, but NVF, he's he doesn't need to be doing moves. He's he's a great character, and that's all he needs. But this match was awesome. Yeah, this was really good. And I tell you, I care... Maybe this is part of that building stars thing. Like, I would rather see more development from these guys from Darby Allen. I mean, I understand why the inner circle and the elite are in the main event of the show. I understand why Moxley is the champ and fighting guys. But I feel like this the second tier of younger talent um, deserves all the screen time they get and then some. Because I think that's really where the money is going to be in long term is in the stars they create. Right. Uh, they just got very fortunate that they signed some very well-developed indie talent. That was uh, ready for this move to primetime. Yeah. Um, and, and the only problem is right now, like the old stars, the Jericho, like Jericho is just blowing everyone out of the water in all departments. Uh, and you just need, and, and MJF is trying to get to that level. And you don't see other wrestlers trying to get to that level. They're trying to do more impressive moves, have better matches. But as far as being a character, I'm not seeing much of that with the, a lot of the up and coming stars. And I'd like to see more of that. And I'm seeing that with MJF. Chris Davis is asking Darby Allen or jungle boy in the main event. First, I think jungle boy oh. on the way, based on how they're pushing him. Ooh, I don't know. Darby Allen's rising quick. He's got that natural charisma, but we've been saying that for a year now. Darby Allen's been, they still haven't given him like that, that, I don't know. I feel like every step forward, they kind of like knock him back down a peg. I, I always feel like I, I, I just think with Darby Allen and Jungle Boy, there's always going to be that size issue um, where it doesn't like it doesn't look believable if they're up against a Brody Lee or a Brian Cage. And uh, I think AEW is one of those groups that could do a cruiserweight division or, uh, you know, like UFC, where the biggest money making division was featherweight because of Conor McGregor when he was in, yeah. in that. And granted, he shifted back and forth. But it's not the size that matters if you can not treat smaller guys like jokes. And that's always been the problem with WWE is ultimately 
they treat the smaller guys Ooh. like they're jokes. Is that why Marco stunts there? Because if they have a really small guy, then everyone else. Well, Marco stunt. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. Like Marco stunt takes away the heat from some of the other smaller guys right. that exactly. otherwise. Yeah, this, I might be onto something here. This might yeah, be the reason yeah. why. I, I, I agree with you because you look at Darby Allen. I you look at Darby Allen and it's not like funny. No, no, Marco Stunt, you look at him, it's funny. And uh, and I don't know if that's the look you want in a serious title picture. You want Darby Allen. And Darby Allen is the guy that could, he could make a division because he's got that. I agree. He's got that unique charisma. Uh, Colt Cohen, $2, saying I can see Darby taking the belt off a of heel Cody. Uh, I'd love to see that, but I think we're a ways away. I mean, for the TNT title, maybe. Yeah, and we'll get to that. I think. Um, yeah, I think you don't you you want to make sure Darby's over enough before you do it. You don't want you don't want like how WWE the titles have uh, the secondary titles have fallen. So uh, you want to make sure that the guy's ready before you move it over. Fizzy Claw is saying, put the title on MJF for like two years. Let him always escape within some cheating way. <laughs> and somebody finally beats him as a face and he's made. Uh, I think if they go to another night, I think MJF could just rule over the secondary show. I mean, not, no, I think he can rule. Uh, I, I actually so? agree with that. I think he could be the, the guy. Wow. I think he could be the... Uh... I think you got to separate him and Jericho. They can't be on the same brand. Yeah, I mean, that's the only thing. But Jericho's 48, 49, you know. Uh, he doesn't have that many more years ahead of him. It's time to start transitioning to someone, and I think MJF is that guy. And yeah. uh, I think he could uh, I think he could be. Uh, you need a strong baby face. I'm trying to think who would. Cody. Yeah. And Cody can't get that title shot. So you have that storyline, and I think you could do a lot of cool stuff with it. Cody chasing MJF, they could find a way where MJF, as the champ, introduces the stipulation that Cody, if he runs through this gauntlet of uh, matches, could get a chance at MJF's title. That would be a good way to undo the current situation. Um, this is Bradley Davis. <laughs> MJF was MVP. Rod, loved Raj, and, Raj Muppet Treasure. Uh, Tim Curry. I don't... I, in person, I've never heard that. But uh, I, maybe on show, I get it. The angle a little bit? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Not, no, not I, I get it on this show. Like, my face looks redder when I look in the mirror. It's not red, but here it is. I, I can see it. <laughs> so we were watching uh, Clue the other day with Tim Curry, speaking of which. Love that Curry. movie so much. He was so, Tim Curry, that I think is his best work. He was so brilliant as the butler and that and all the fast talking and everything he did. As Such an Indian man, point. when I hear Curry, he just gets Yeah, I was going to say, is that like a weird like little play out? That could be your wrestling name. It could be like be. a weird play on words. Uh, people would get offended by it by nowadays, though. <laughs> Potentially, if I did, yes. if I did it. <laughs> that does sound like a very. Uh, but I do make a mean chicken curry. I do yeah, cook like I make it spicy. I, I have an Instapot. It's so good. Do you have the pressure cooker Instapot or the? Yeah, yeah, the pressure so cooker. cooker I was so scared the first time I used the pressure cooker. It's like I'm going to blow up the house somehow. Yeah, so this I mean it's a lot more safe with the Instapot. Yeah, no, I understand that. I, I, I used to be freaked out with the just the pressure cooker, uh, so I never made it in there. But yeah. yeah, how's it going, Matt? What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> cooking, of course. Cooking really curry. went off in a direction. <laughs> We're waiting for the wrestling when you're back. I, I didn't want to like jump ahead because Matt, people want your opinions. I right. someone just, uh, 
Matt's like, when I leave, do me a favor, just cut to the end, and then we'll come back. Yes. He was Matt, trying to avoid this next match. <laughs> um, so, uh, oh, speaker, so someone DM me, Matt. Did, did you listen to Bruce Pritchard's podcast? His last one, apparently, he talks about you a lot. Huh? I, no, he just says it one time. Was it uh, um, Judgment Day? I don't know. Someone just Judgment Day, was it one time he called me big, and he goes, yep, and he was big. It's basically a cut on me, essentially. But Oh, this might be more recent. I don't know. Maybe, maybe someone gave me bad info. I just thought I would pass it along. Uh, let's talk about the TNT title match. Cody versus Lance Archer. Of course, Arn Anderson and Jake Roberts are out there as well. Mike Tyson to present the belt. Um, Matt, what do you think about that title, which they repeatedly told us is a work in progress? What do you mean? The belt well, itself. It's not final. It didn't look final. That looked like a paper mache belt. It did. It looked. I did not know that was the belt Tyson was holding in his lap originally. I thought he had a toy belt. Um, yeah, there's a lot to, leave to to be desired with that title. Physically. And I thought, I thought with Tyson, it was a lot to, left to be desired. They didn't do anything. They're not going to get any sports uh, sports center play with that. They will because of the, the the craziness, the weirdness of it, him looking like he was sitting at, at your uncle's cookout. Just chilling in the backyard in a lawn chair, watching wrestling. <laughs> That's what he looked like to me. I just think, I, I think there was an opportunity missed there. You got you got Tyson. He should have knocked MJF out somewhere in the show. Yeah, something. He should have gotten. It, I'm sure I wouldn't want to. It, to this day, I would not want to take a t- uh, punch from Mike Tyson. But uh, he do something. I mean, that's what's going to get the. That's what's going to get the news. Him just sitting there. And and no, no, no. egging no, no. egging you know Arn Anderson getting kicked out is not uh, that's not it. <laughs> you know Mike Tyson. This is uh, my fav- my first pay per view. This is why you got to be quicker, Glenn. By the way. Wait, why? Because now we're gonna go off on a side tangent for five minutes about Mike. What about Mike Tyson? I apologize. Robert. I was gonna say my first pay per view that I ever saw was not a wrestling pay per view. It was uh, Mike Tyson versus Larry Holmes in nineteen eighty eight. That was the first pay per view ever saw, and Mike oh, Tyson's punch out. What? Mike Tyson's punch out was all I did for two years, 1988, 1989. Yeah, yeah, yes. Someone uh, was saying Tyson was yawning on camera. He was. There was a shot. Really, I missed that. Oh, Are you surprised by this? You surprised by this? He doesn't know what this company is. He just showed up for a payday. You know, well, he was there last year at uh, Double or Nothing um, again because he's a famous person. Lots of famous people go to wrestling shows when they get free tickets, and somebody hypes it up. That this is the new big thing. This is the hot news, and it's good for a wrestling company to be doing that. They should be doing that. Yeah. But if you were to poll those famous people and say, "Hey, do you know where you are right now?" Like the, the Jersey Shore girl that was there. If you were to poll her that night and say, "Do you know who you just watched?" She wouldn't know. Let me ask you this, Matt. I, I think Mike Tyson has had the biggest influence on business, other than maybe Mr. T, the, those two, of wrestling business. No. Oh, and, wrestling, sorry. sorry. Yeah, yeah, wrestling business. Uh, in history, um, I mean, can you think of anyone else? Outside of wrestling, you mean? Well, a celebrity coming in that has made an, an impact. Cindy Lauper. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I put Cindy Lauper and Dennis Rodman three and four. But Tyson, okay. Tyson, cool. I think was the biggest because that really launched okay. Steve Austin. It did, yeah. True. Uh, so, what did you think of this match uh, and all the interference, the hijinks with with Arn, with Jake, uh, just everything that led up to Cody winning this match? There was a couple of stuff there in which they made they 
Lance, he's a good friend of mine, but he, when you're a bigger guy, you cannot afford to be stuck in spots in which you look stupid because it sticks out 10 times more because you're bigger. Case in point, he sat on the top rope for like five seconds, acted like he was going to do something. Cody rolls right away from it, right in front of his eyes. So instead of just stepping down one rope and saying, oh, I guess he's moved, he allowed him to roll outside under the bottom rope next to him, now behind him, and then securing him behind the head. And watched it all happen. It buries the big guy. And when somebody calls things like that, you've got to call it off. you got to say, if you don't do this in like one second, we're going to plan B, which is I get off this rope. I, I don't stand on the top turnbuckle, look like an idiot anymore. And I'm going to throw a punch. You're going to duck it. You're going to shoulder block me in my gut and bend me over, kick me back up. I'll take a bump. And then um, you can do your cutter in a different way. We're not doing it off the top rope because you fucked up by going too damn slow. Um, you got to be protective when you're a bigger guy. You just have to be. And yeah. he's not. And that's one thing that used to plague Lance a lot in TNA. He didn't work to his size at times. He didn't realize how big he was. He had the same problem I had, actually, when I first started. You want to show everybody your athleticism. And you're not just a, another prototypical big guy. Um, I knew shooting star press. Well, I could do a shooting star press. Um, but it doesn't mean I, always, I would always then go ahead and hit. In fact, I never hit it on TV. Um, because and people would say that makes you, believe it or not, as impressive as that is, look smaller. Um, and you're not playing to your strengths, which is your size. I used right. to try me nuts, and I didn't like admitting that, but I would just shut up and listen because they knew more than I did. Um, but Lance um, does a good job in showing his athleticism the right way, like Raj said earlier, but he also still needs to continue to work big. And part of working big is being very careful when people take you off your feet and how they take you off your feet and not looking dumb, watching them roll right in front of you right by you, right under the bottom rope while you're sitting on the top turnbuckle. It looked, I'm telling you, it was like a sore thumb watching it. Yeah. And, and, and to the point, and I, I agree with you, Matt. You, you don't want Drago doing cartwheels. Uh, How was I even Drago with you? Do you have any other references? Well, 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 well do you want uh, Zabka doing cartwheels? You, you know, when, when, you're, when you're getting the big... Zappi, William Zappi, yeah. yeah. Well, well, when you're getting the big monster, like what other movies are you, you know, are there? Oh, you're right. But you don't want them doing, you know, flippy stuff. Yeah, you the want Incredible them to be... Hulk doesn't need to do cartwheels. Right, yeah, not. yeah. Uh, or his villain, the villain, whoever the Hulk is facing. Is Abomination? Not... Thanos. Thanos is Thanos. Yeah. It's not doing hey, the Listen, for the fans what asking if they're figuring wondering what I'm talking about, what spot in the mask. Talk about the spot which Cody hits the cutter off of the top rope. Yeah. Go back third, 20 seconds in front of that, and you'll see the sequence I'm talking about. And, and to the, the the point of this match, I think it was absolutely the right decision for Cody to win this uh, win the title because it establishes it. It's a new title, so you don't make it look secondary. You have not against Archer, though. But Archer that. shouldn't have been that his opponent. Archer, no. Archer shouldn't have been in the no. tournament. You don't beat him this this quickly. Um, no. Undertaker, when he comes no. in, you don't beat him a week in or a month in. Uh, Brock no. Lesnar comes in, you don't you don't know what you got there. But you don't beat him right off the bat no, because, no, Matt, you talked about it so many times, the genie in the bottle. Once people see it, it's it. it. It's it. You can't put it, it back it, in. Right. They know they can be beat. It's not as impressive once they get beat. Undertaker losing at WrestleMania, now it's not as impressive if he loses at WrestleMania. And, and, and instead of the, and, and those examples that Raj are using, who knows what Lance could have been. 
if you're right. continue to keep him like undefeated, let's say, who knows what he could have been? We could have been using his name maybe five years from now, ten years from now, in the Brock Lesnar Undertaker vein of how to book a big guy from the beginning of them debuting on right. as a monster. I'm not saying he's on their level, okay, folks. Right. Them. I'm saying as far as booking a monster the right way. And and, and again, to your point, Matt, oh. you never know when you start. You never oh. know where it could go. But if you start right, I didn't see Braun. I did not see Braun blowing right. up like this. I swear I didn't. Everyone thought Braun sucked at the beginning, and then he got super age, over. The age of the big man's dead. I'm considered a dinosaur. Big guys are considered dinosaurs nowadays, unfortunately. I, I think they stick out more, and they should bring them back because of the fact everyone's a sawed-off, small-person uh, piss ant. Um, you know, uh, they're tiny. And so the bigger guy sticks out even more now, you would think, as a giant. Um, but it's a thing of the past now. So when I saw Braun coming up, I was like, uh, he'll just be like Heidenreich or me or whomever, in which they won't do him right. Thank God they did. So we don't have to go too in-depth with this, I think, unless there's anything you want to talk about in particular. But Penelope Ford versus Chris Statlander, this was a replacement. Supposed to be a Britt Baker tonight, but she's out with injury. This was good. This was yeah. very good. And this, I like them talking about her, their, both their athletic backgrounds and being gymnasts. Um, uh, they both are crazy athletic. They both, in my opinion, could be huge stars. I, I really mean this. Um, yeah. I, good Lord. How is Penelope Ford not in WWE? It, that drives I have, no, I have no idea. Did she do something wrong? She have heat with somebody? Bad whoever her agent is sucks needs to be fired. <laughs> I'd have her in WWE tomorrow, literally, maybe an hour from now. Um, seriously, she's a star, man, and she she's looks, a superstar. She looks like the girl that you just want the other girl to pop her in her face and shut her mouth because she just gives that heat off that she thinks she's the cat's meow, which is awesome. It's great heel heat. And she's athletic. She sells really well, I thought. A lot of contrived, um, and they're no different than the rest of the roster on this in this regard. A lot of contrived spots where they're sitting there waiting and helping one another. I just don't like it when they make it look too, what's the word, rehearsed or, mm. or like, it, I don't know what the word is. Um, but great match. Statlander is a stud. God, she's a stud athlete. She does not need that crap on her face. She does not need to be an alien. She does not need any of it. It makes it silly, and it hurts her. She doesn't need it. She needs to drop that ASAP, and she kind of has. She, did, she wasn't playing to that tonight, but she just still has the crap on her face. But She was talking smack to the camera. I was like, yes, whoever that girl is, let yeah. her come out more. And then she had to more, oh, shit, I'm on the camera. She's kind of like a... I'm going to go back to Ripley, like uh, go back to my alien character here right now (laughs) at the end of this because I just realized the camera is still on me right now. She's got to drop it. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I got to say this about uh, Penelope Ford. She so one of my favorite women's rivalries of all time is Lita and Trish Stratus, and Uh she reminds me of a cross of both. Like she kind of has that look of Trish, and she does the moves of Lita and. She kind of mm-hmm. she she pulls that off. Like I think that's uh, who she's influenced by, actually. So that makes sense. And I've never seen someone fuse those two ever, and I I think she's uh, she's going to be huge. How old is she? Do we know? Chris. Uh, Chris no. Uh, oh, no. Penelope. Penelope Ford. Penelope. Ford. Penelope. Ford. Uh, I think I think Chris is uh, Chris is great, but I think Penelope Ford's a future superstar. And Statlander, I could be incorrect. I could have sworn she's trained by a very, uh, what do you call it? <sighs> Broski and them, right? 
Isn't isn't she trained oh, uh, by Kurt Hawkins? Create your own yeah. wrestler or whatever, creator pro. Yeah, I think she comes out of that school. Which is really cool. Yeah, Pat Pat Buck and uh, Kurt Hawkins. Pat Buck's yeah. such a good trainer. She she drops that alien shit. She's good. So yeah, yeah for a last minute replacement, this match uh, was, was good. Um, and Chris yeah. Statlander won. Did you see her bump through the ropes, dude? I thought her neck was gonna. Be oh my god, that was ugly. Her. She's you know strong enough to be to absorb that. Yeah. That was uh, ugly. AEW's women's division is getting better. Uh, we'll talk about the championship During match. that, they also did. I'm Should we talk about this now? The, really the quick, tribute really quick, to... Really okay, quick. Statlander could hang in, in NXT women's division. I'm dead serious with that. Yeah. Okay. Um, they did air a tribute to Hana Kimura. Um, you guys want to talk about this now or get to it later? Let's, um, let's, I think we should talk about it at the end. Okay. I mean, let's, let's make it through the show. Hanukkah, they also paid tribute to Shad Gus and Gaspard earlier in the show, um, but they, they did uh, they did talk about Hanukkah. They Excalibur said people on social media need to be nicer to each other. Just a reminder that words matter, and the anim, anonymity on social media can turn people into assholes. And sometimes just be nicer. Yeah. Just remember these are real people. And, None um, of these people in a million years would ever come up to me in, a, in the aisle at no. a shopping center and say anything to me in person. Not a word. But social media can get away with it. And that's just from that front of it. It's just too much. they got to be able to do something to control. Not control. I don't know if that's the word. But figure a way to make it legit, legit. The people are who you are and you are held accountable for what you say. Um, by the same token... Um, I don't want to get into a beer all night. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it after the review. Yeah, we'll, we'll mention the story. Uh, yeah, it's absolutely very tragic, and uh, I thought the reference was, was good she tonight. She was 22. It's so handled it nicely. Such a rough week. It, but, they did a good job on it, though. Um, so Dustin Rhodes versus Sean Spears tonight. Um, I mean, what's the, This what's was the, good. No, this was a little ha-ha here and there, right? Yeah. But, um, you know what Dustin, this reminds me? Matt, you way. saw the, the Dustin Rhodes. You were just so blatant. Dude, I'm in the middle of talking. I'm just trying to finish a sentence. I can't even finish a sentence. Matt, do you remember the time when Dustin Rhodes in 1986? I was just saying, Dustin, Dustin Rhodes needs a win. I thought this was a good win. That's all I was going to say. He, he won last time, too. But uh, remember when he faced uh, Roddy Piper in that backlock brawl? He got his ass handed to him by Lance Archer. What do you mean? No, when he faced Roddy, at WrestleMania 12, he faced Roddy Piper, and he was stripped down. He had like lingerie on, and then he, Piper was smacking him in the ass. That's it. Seemed like they were doing this in reverse because remember because oh, yeah, in this yeah, match, he's stripping Sean Spears. Yeah, right? he strips Sean Spears, and Sean Spears had like the the uh, whatever iron on. That wouldn't even look like an iron on. That looks like freaking. I don't even know. Whatever it was, but it was it was kind of like that match in reverse. Like it, it was Goldust now in in, in the uh, the other position, hmm. and you know, and then he was spanking you know his bare ass, and it, it it just it just seemed like they were playing off that match. And you were a fan back then, so I thought you would remember that match. But whatever. I swear to God, I'm one of the very few that did not like the back guy. Really, I didn't. I didn't like, hate. It. I didn't hate it. I, I yeah. just I remember taking too long, and I was like, I didn't care about the Goldust as a character back then for whatever yeah. reason. Yeah, arguably he's the most I'm famous. Too guy. immature to even get it, if I'm being honest. Huh? Think about it. Yeah. I mean, 
I mean, I think a lot of it, a lot of his stuff went right over my head. I just, I, I don't know. I just don't remember like getting into him. I, I didn't. I remember like others being really weirded out by him. Yeah. Yeah, no, but I, when, when we look back now, you're like, God dang, he was doing some really cutting edge shit. Oh yeah. Well, no, I mean, to your point, that wouldn't fly today, and it, it, it was a lot of it's very backwards. But uh, well, the, you the, the we, to him? I remember that. Oh too. yeah. Was that? I watch I watch it now when I watch it back now, Raj. You hear the fans in the arena. You hear the chant they chant at him back in the day. Good lord! And I I always remember there was an interview where Jerry the King Lawler he dropped an f bomb. Not not that oh. the f u f bomb, but the other one. Jerry Lawler, guys, go back. I'm watching 2002 Raw. Just 2002. Go back and listen to Lawler. I any Raw any Raw with women's wrestlers in the in the ring. Oh yeah. Oh, Macro. I always thought it was just him going bananas about puppies, 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 you know, yelling that crap. It's much worse. Absolutely. I think oh um, Dustin, I'm surprised that they play it. I am. I'm that serious. Go back and listen. Given the original intention of how they tried to get heat off his gender uh, ambiguity uh, and fluidness uh-huh. of it, uh, I think time has redeemed it, especially with his own attitudes. He has yes. a transgender stepson. Um, so I think that now you look at it and you go, oh, it was actually really progressive. But at the time, like, they it kind was, of sort of lucked into that. Oh, it wasn't at the time. They yeah, were it was building not it for time. hate. Yeah. <laughs> um, but oh, Dustin... Yeah, that was a good heat at the time, you're right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't a progressive. It was like oh, Billy and Chuck. It wasn't... Uh, yeah. But it was progressive to have the balls to pull it off and play it as a person, like, as, as Dustin oh, yeah. playing that. For him, yeah. for him himself, yeah. And he's even evolved. I mean, if you look, he gave interviews during the 90s where he made it very clear in interviews, like, I'm a straight man playing a character. Don't get yeah. any ideas. And he has yeah. evolved. I think uh, his story is fascinating, especially in regards and, and to that. Dustin yeah. moves like a normal Dude. guy today. He he is, looks is, great. Jim Ross, say 31 years in the business. Dude, I saw Dustin Rose when, with the 10-minute the challenge with Ted DiBiase, and that, I think that was 89. Dude, that's cool. Wasn't he already wrestling though for like NWA back then? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, he'd been wrestling before that. So his WWF run, he had that at the end with Dusty. And that was like, yeah, 89, 90. He's wrestling in five not, decades. How did Vince not lose his shit over that and go, wow, this guy could be a heavyweight champion one day? Look at him. He's six foot six, blonde yeah. hair, blue eyes. Girls are going to love him. Like, he looks, he looked amazing. Well, Pritchard, Pritchard said on a podcast that he had pitched. Dustin Rhodes turning heel and uh, facing Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania Nine. That I, he he wasn't over. It, it wouldn't have worked back then, but it wouldn't have worked back then. But I liked him in NWA. Right. Uh, so he won that match. Dustin won that match via pinfall, and then Nyla Rose versus Hikaru Shida for the AEW Women's World Championship and no DQ no countout match. And uh, Matt, do you think it was the right call to have no, the power Absolutely, win? unquestionably, the wrong decision. I'll leave it at that. A terrible decision. What did you think of the match? Good match. I love the focus that. Carrie, uh, you say? What do you call her first name? Hikaru. Uh, Hikaru. Um, her her focus and her sticking to her gimmick for this match tonight and her focus, like Jim Ross pointing it out, Shivani pointing it out. That was a good story, I thought, that they were trying to tell with her taking this like life and death, her determination. And that's all great. But I'm sorry, 
it shouldn't have been your night tonight. I'm sorry. I, I just don't see how you build this Nala Rose character and have her lose, dude. She yeah. Had, I don't get this at all. She was a great she, she's a great champion. She's a great bully. I think she gets great heat. She talks great smack. Except for the point in tonight's match in the middle of a heated contest. And she's like, Oh, it's been on black. <laughs> and, and then right on cue, who never misses a spot. What's his name on the announce booth? Uh, come on. Um, JR, Tony. Facebook. Uh, no, uh, Excalibur. Oh, uh, Excalibur. Because oh, that's Excalibur. from Passenger 57. Yeah, of, of course. course. But we did not need that. We did not need that loose end tie, Raj. All right? <laughs> we got younger fans watching. It's like, who the fuck? Nobody cares. Right. Nobody cares. Right. Yeah, that didn't add to the... Uh... The comment that was corny, Jackie. But this is weird. I will say this about WWE. WWE does a good job of somebody taking her backstage after that match, saying, "You know that wasn't bad, but you're a monster. You're a beast." Next, you swung and miss on that comment. Let's not try that. Let's not do that again. Yeah. And they're good at fine tuning you. Awesome call. Me when I said that. I think AEW Women's Division needs a lot of work. Um, Hikaru Shida, I, I just don't think it's... it's no, no. It, it's, yeah. this, this screams to me, Kenny Omega somehow got in on this match. I'm telling you. Yeah. Some people are really happy about this. Yeah. I just don't... It's a cool she's moment. Awesome. She, she's awesome, yeah. right? She's, she's we good, not agree? She's a good worker, but it's one of those things where... She a champion? No. She's not a champion. It's a new she, company. It, this is still a new company. You want to get yeah. charismatic, you know, charismatic people... Did you ever uh, see her in interviews, by the way? Uh, Nyla Rose? Yeah. Even though she's a bully heel. You she's hilarious. Yes, you can put her on these uh, stations and radio shows. Her interviews, she does off the record, not off the record, but out of character. Or even She's great. She's charismatic. I agree. You know who has done, people give Impact Wrestling shit, but who has done the best job with a woman uh, wrestler outside of WWE yeah. with Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch has been Impact with yes. Tessa Blanchard. Tessa Blanchard. Sure. They have made her. I mean, she anywhere she shows up, she's going to be a superstar. They bastardized her entire division doing it. No. Well, Who's our next is that. wrestler? I, I don't I think. I mean, I don't think she should be. I, I I don't agree with intergender matches. Like they, sh- she shouldn't be beating all the men. Um, I I think that's a bad look in general. Uh, with having guys hitting women. But uh, but outside of that, Tessa is the biggest she's ever been. She's a star. Yeah, I think uh, even see with Brit. Even if this was the plan with Britt Baker being sidelined for a while, I would have kept Nyla as the champion yes. more. Even more, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah until you, you until you get someone over enough. You treat yeah. heat. You treat heat like a hot air balloon uh, as a heel, and you're building that heel. You got to keep pumping. You know more heat and. Uh, Fanning the flame to get bigger to make that balloon start to come off the air a little, uh, come up off the ground a little bit. You keep pumping it and pumping it, getting it higher and higher and higher. That's what heat is. And then finally, you have your baby face come in and shoot that damn dart through it and pop it and make it come flying to the ground in a crash and burn. Um, yeah. You know, you build it to that. 
Our chat room. It's not like the 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 intensity was so hot for Hikaru Shida to win the title. Was there something I'm missing though? Our chat room is like she's the biggest star, and like I mean. Like, Where, who, who's I, the I don't know. They're saying that the girl who won tonight's the biggest star. I'm so I'm looking at the YouTube chat room, and a lot of people are like, "We're wrong." Uh, Carson, how about this? Read my lips. Yeah. You're wrong. How about them apples? <laughs> they ain't gonna say it. They're scared of you. I'm not. You're wrong. Yeah, I don't think she's a bad wrestler. I think I she's a great numbers wrestler, and everything. I'm not either. I'm uh, saying she ain't the champion. She is not uh, the champion of a new company that you're trying to build and say that you're competing with NXT with a roster that would smack this roster around like nobody's business as far as better athletes, better promos. That's um, the one edge. It, it's much better. And I would, to be fair, NXT Women's Division is the best division in any wrestling. Yeah. But, yeah. but Nyla Rose can hang. You could easily yeah. put Nyla Rose in NXT and she'd fit right in and kick ass. And so would, uh, what's her, the girl I said earlier, uh, Statlander. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, uh, shout out to Big Swole, who was in the audience tonight. Like, she was coming across like a star. She yeah, was, like, reacting. She was really loud. Like, I yeah. think Big Swole versus Nyla Rose, that could be a really, really great powerhouses colliding match. I think yeah. Big Swole needs some work, but she's, she needs, she's so great. Yeah. She, she does need some work. Her, her, her natural promo, some, some of the isms I saw in her promo, I thought were pretty good. And I she had to come out and talk shit to uh, right. Brett. Yeah, she has some natural charisma there, but yeah, she they, they all do, and that's why they're there. They, they need to be working with the agents. Did Fit Finley start with AEW? You know, uh, I if thought not, I thought he was just furloughed. I thought he uh, I wasn't. Oh, was he furloughed? Okay, yeah. I was say, if he ever gets released to AEW, I'm telling you right now, you go get Fit Finley tomorrow. You give him anything he wants. He yeah. builds women's divisions. Um. So good match. The outcome. None of us are thrilled about, but to each their own. We'll see what they do Wednesday. I would love to be proven wrong. I wonder if they did it because oh of God. the uh, the passing of uh, Hanek Mora. Um, Karushita was very close to her, so I don't know if it oh. was if that that played into it. Did they say anything about it during the match? Did they did. Mean? Yeah, they kind of mentioned. No, it. I missed that. I apologize. I didn't see. That. I hear that. No, that, that kind of makes sense. Um, but yeah, I think uh, I don't know. I think for Nyla, I think. Uh, yeah, there's still She's more. Money. I'm sorry. She's money. So uh, the right baby face against her, man. Oh, that's yeah. that's that's huge. That's the problem that they don't have a big baby face star yet. I mean, Chris Statlander. And Brit, they turned heel. Yeah. Statlander didn't they give She's her to her way too early? Did Statlander get beat by her already? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Nyla. Right. Um. So we had Moxley yeah. versus Brody Lee for the AEW World Championship. So they had security in the ring um, to keep them separate as this started. Matt, what did you think of this match? Uh, it was good. I don't know. It was good. <laughs> it was there. Okay, was so there. we saw. Well, wow! For the chan- the world championship match, it was there. Let me, yeah. Let it me ask you both good. this: like, as a good. world was... championship match, like, that's did this good. feel like a, a special thing? That's what I'm trying to, see, you know, and that's why I'm saying it's there because that's how I look at these world championship matches. That's how I felt we're supposed to look at them. Matches, right. right? You think of other world championship matches and you try to stack this up, right? right. Did it yeah. make you go ooh and ah? Did it take you up and down on a roller coaster ride? I did not um, ooh or ah the entire match. No, you didn't. <laughs> it was too soon for Brody Lee. He should not have been in this no. position. You beat no. him too soon. Him being in this dark order gimmick with a bunch of dorks with masks is hurting him to begin with. Um, 
you know, and seriously, it's going to catch up at some point. No one's taking this group seriously. How, how do you know they're dorks, though? Did you maybe? How do we know this? Do you take them seriously? Are you like, oh, number ten is in action next week? I got to tune oh, ten, in. Ten, yes. <laughs> ten, ten is the star of the Dark Order. In my I opinion. did say ten is pretty jacked. Yeah, he did say he that. is. So uh, number seven. Yeah. <laughs> dorks with hats touring with uh, uh, dorks with masks touring with men without hats and NWA this fall. Right. But how, how do we not know that they're not fun to hang out with? They could. Oh, I'm sure fun. they might be. That's why they're they're dorks with masks. But on a on a story yeah. level. Are you intrigued by any of them? Let me, and I am judging the book by the cover, and I feel comfortable judging that book by the cover. I am sure they're dorks. Yes, (laughs) Um, yes, it does hurt him. It does hurt him a little bit. But I still, then, then the old adage is, then the bell rings, right? And when he's in that ring, when Brody's in that ring, he is freaking awesome. He is a great big man, in my opinion. Like watching him, Um, but. Too early. You should not be losing. Same with Lance Archer. But this is another reason why when you bring big guys in, you can't just bring them in around the same time like this. Especially if you're going to stack them back-to-back heels like that. Brody and Lance Archer like that. You can't do that. You've got to let more time come through before you bring in this next big guy like that. Especially if he's going to be the same heel or face as you are. When I see Brody Lee, I I see... Get out of this Dark Order stuff. This stuff is was dead on arrival. It's never going to work. No one cares. What, yeah, why did they not give... Yeah, what, what is it about it? Yeah, I do have him do something violent and crazy. Two, Turn him what, into Bruiser Brody. That's hey, what, I'm going to ask you a question really quick. Do you think number 10 is... What's his name? Who? Raisin? Is he no, Raisin? no, 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 no. Uh, Where the hell is he at? Canada. Uh, the Dark Order was supposed to be originally what you, this tag team that yeah. keep hearing about that the Young Bucks are friends with in California. Right. So Uno oh. and Grayson, I think, are both Canadian, aren't they? Yeah. Where are they? Where are, are they? they? In Canada. Oh yeah, they can't. They can't travel right now. Oh, they live in Canada though. Yeah. Together in, in a shack. But anyways, where they go even ice with them, it's, it the doesn't Mount, make the it any in their part time. <laughs> it doesn't make it any better. I I, I just think Brody Lee by himself, you could do. You make him Brody. You make him Bruiser Brody. Don't exactly do it, but you make him a big, a crazy big, version, a, a violent, unpredictable I, guy, and, I, and you got something. I like him making sense in his promos, though. I think this is. I like WWE having to sit there and watch it and say, "Well, why do we have this guy talking like that? He can actually talk, right? He's actually semi eloquent, right? You know, yeah, so like a, a violent guy that's eloquent. Big, big, big rig. He played in Ring of Honor, right? I think that's great enough of a character for him. Just having to be a big rig. Um, he wasn't like a truck driver, but he kind of looked like one. Um, mm. You know, he had the wife beater uh, type of T-shirt style shirt. I, I remember, right, the, um, the jeans, uh, rag hanging out of his uh, pocket. He looked like a bad mamma jamma. He just did. Yeah. This yeah. outfit tonight, I'm just going to be honest, he lo- it reminded me of Repo Man. He looked yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say he borrowed Diesel's. Uh, yeah, he was like, asking Kevin Nash if he could borrow his shit. <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. Nash was smart enough to wear tighter like pants when you're a big guy. Like his remind me of my old school silver and black MT Hammer pants, dude. It was the worst ever. I, I thought they were so cool. Yeah, my I, first I, I, I do think this is this was one of those cases. Uh, this match didn't feel big at all. It didn't no. feel like a world title match. AEW had been doing a good job 
recently Obama. with making their their top feuds feel big. This was not uh, the case because Chris Jericho was a big part of that, right? Chris Jericho and Cody they they know how to make um, their matches feel huge. Any yeah. match that dude is in, I feel. Hmm. Seriously, Cody makes you feel everything that he's a part of. Really quick, yeah, give him a shout out. That bump they took through the stage that was pretty sweet. That was, that was cool. cool. Bang Bang Bigelow and Taz from that was, ECW. Yeah, that was cool. There's some good spots, and we figured out how they ended it because we knew that we predicted on this podcast that Moxley was going to win. So they had referee stoppage after Brody Lee got choked out. So they not only beat him, but they beat him like I don't know. yeah. They were his arm didn't raise three times, right? Yeah. It's kind of, kind of that's you make him like weak. You know, as a big guy, you don't want to be tapping out like that. Nor do you want to be passing out. If you pass out, it's as a baby face. This was Sting. Sting put me in a, a, a quad, and I was the face at the time. I was trying to go to the ropes. Actually, like Stone Cold uh, and Bret Hart, actually. Yeah. Um, that's where they took it from, actually. And you just die trying to get the ropes. You can't. And then you, you just literally black out. But the announcers take over for you by saying, he didn't give up. He didn't quit. You know, he put everything he could into this. He just, his body gave out on him, folks. His body gave out on him. And that protects me. And it, it would have protected Brody. Yeah. Um, but instead, it just, like, that's it. Got right. choked out. He's Bye. too new for that to work. It's too new for to do the Stone Cold. He's he's dying. and, and But, yeah. And he's a heel, though. No, that's why you only want to do it with him. Right. You don't want him having sympathy or protecting him. He's a heel. I just think I don't know, man. Moxley, I you know, I, I I've always thought with the shield, like he could be the guy. But when I'm seeing him now, I don't see him as that Jericho level star. I think him hmm. not being on TV probably hurt him. And to be bit. fair, nobody's a Jericho level star. But you know what I mean, like the the guy that could carry a promotion, because AEW buy- is really carried by Jericho, and and yes. if Jericho decides to retire, who would be the guy? Mm-hmm. Um, there's no one there that I see. Huh. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I don't have an answer for you on that. Mm-hmm. Well, the main event tonight was the elite. Kenny Omega, Hangman, Adam Page, The Young Bucks, and Matt Hardy versus The Inner Circle, Chris Jericho, Jake Hager, Sammy Guevara, Santana, and Ortiz in a stadium stampede match. I believe this was taped last night at TIAA Field Bank. Uh, and we talked ring. about it. I know we talked about the beginning, but we're just final thoughts on this. I mean, this went all over the ring. There was riding on a horse. Uh, in, now, Matt, I know you said there was a little too much comedy. stuff yeah. a little hokey. See, I thought this, is what, uh, this was a better version of what Money in the Bank tried to be this year. And we said that, and I agree. I, I agree with that. Uh, but but the, there's a lot of. It depends on what you like. I like I like comedy too. Uh, I just when it's too much. Not I don't know a comedy not too much. Did yeah, anyone? When yeah. there's too much of it. Yes. Um and too gaga and too silly and whatever. I don't know. Yes. No one would say about Matt Morgan. He loves to laugh. They would say Matt appreciates the right amount of humor and no more. I appreciate a good story that uh, honestly, when a wrestler works the damn body part, stays on the body part all night, uses new inventive ways to work that body part. Um, and getting gets not only himself, but his, his opponent over at the same damn time, no matter who wins, they both leave that ring over. And, uh, I like watching that. I, I, I thought it was fun. Um, uh, but I, 
I also thought, first of all, I thought it was way too long. Like it was like an, it was like forty-five minutes, even longer, I think. Um, and I also think but these comedy things—they're fun to watch for us. Um, I, I guess maybe because I'm uh, with my business background, I'm always looking: how are you going to grow your business? And this is not the kind of stuff that's going to grow your business. This is not the the kind of show I would show my friends and you're going to get new fans and granted maybe right now you're not going to be able to get it no matter no. what but uh uh i just thought it was it was like money in the bank it was silly i thought it was more entertaining than money in the bank much but, better than that though yes yeah but uh i i i, 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 I like by the end did you care who won i mean no. was it like you're like come on we need yeah. someone to win and that's exactly. That's why I want to watch wrestling. Just what you just said. I exactly. do care about that. I want exactly. To. Yeah. I know it's a work. See, we're in this. You guys, you guys, you notice this. You watch. You 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 have your own website on this, Raj. Um, you know, it's more than I do. We're in, a, in this transition. Not even. I think we're in it right now. This stage of wrestling in which we don't. We're not expected to watch wrestling anymore. Mm-hmm. And care about the things I just talked about earlier about telling these great stories, working a body of art, whatever the hell. And you do care about you mostly invest in people enough to to want them to win and the other person to lose. It we're not there anymore. We're now in a place in which everyone is a wrestling because the cat's out of the bag so much. It's been so many years since we said it was sports entertainment, and it's a work that now everybody is an not an analyst, but they watch it for the work rate and how the two characters try to make you suspend your disbelief and try to tell the story in the ring. Nobody believes they're really hitting each other and somebody's getting the shit kicked out of them anymore. Um, if, if that makes sense. It feels like we're, we're, we're judging the act yeah. of wrestling now as fans. And so if that's the case, I don't know where that slippery slope stops. Um, and I think we saw a little bit of it tonight of where it can go and what we're supposed to sit back and think is, oh, this is supposed to be entertaining. Uh, boy, am I old. <laughs> right. I mean, and uh, let me get some of the criticism here. Sometimes things can be just for the smart fans to have a laugh at. It's okay. Chill out, Raj. Okay. Um, here's my... Th- okay. I'm going to tell you something very smart, man. Vince McMahon <laughs> said to me directly when I brought this up, when smart, smart Mark was not a very popular phrase. Um, they don't make a company any money. Playing to smart marks does not make a company money. It'll boost your social media. It'll boost the hits on your their YouTube clips, shows, and things of that nature, and what and maybe uh, news websites. Okay, but you see the ratings. If I had a microphone, I would drop it right now. With every and not just rate every aspect of business live attendance well look outside when i when i would go back out in the 90s you would see austin shirts and people knew who the wrestlers were and and go to the generation before that what about the 80s same thing there were also (laughs) no one knows no one knows who drew mcintyre is or coat you know i'm telling you right now people he's, he's telling the truth when i go to these conventions they don't know anybody from my era other than John Cena. That is literally the only name they can say. Yeah. Other like uh, politicians and whatnot. They have no clue who yeah. I say like, Roman Reigns or I say like Seth Rollins. They have no idea what I'm talking about. 
And, and when people are, are saying I'm being critical, I'm trying to get – my dream is that wrestling is popular again. I'd love Well, it. I think your livelihood's a little yeah. tied into that. Well, no, I don't give – if I sold the site, I still want that just as a, a fan. I'd yeah. love for wrestling to be mainstream. Well, and, just like Ryan, you have your opinion. He has his. I have mine. Glenn has his. It's yeah. that simple. But but I'd love for wrestling to be popular again. That's and when I, yeah. I'm doing the criticisms, it's not like I'm shitting on it. It's just like this isn't w- working anymore, and I want to see stuff working to well, get it uh, a mainstream audience again. By the same token, though, okay, so Matt, so what you talked about with old school storytelling and matches, like they've for tried me. that. Yeah, they've tried that, and that hasn't boosted ratings. They've tried going the opposite direction. Oh, and wait, doing... wait, 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 wait. What, what are you talking about? I'm talking we've seen with the cruiserweights with the revival they've never I mean they've with NXT with the indie guys like they've done more quote-unquote pure wrestling I think is actually higher now than it's ever been because we have these guys coming in very technical oh but we missed the emotional investment part I want I need characters I need the characters with that storytelling and working the body maybe that's part of it maybe maybe there's too much of a split Matt. maybe because we do have characters a lot of them just suck and we do have pure wrestling, but they, it's so rare that they get it right that they have someone with a great character who also is incredible in the ring. Well, I think part of it is by design. Yeah. I think WWE doesn't want guys to be bigger than the bigger company. than the business anymore. No, I, I agree with that. I mean, think about it, Glenn. They sell yeah. WrestleMania now as its own entity. It's its own beast. Right. Um, it's no longer the headliner that they sell it with. Well, when yeah. you saw Braun Strowman getting huge, and they just kind of yeah, the legs go in the opposite them. direction. Guys, if there's the Attitude Era, and again, I know you think I'm saying this because my friend, but it's a great example. Zack Ryder. This was the Attitude Era, yeah. and that happened? Are you kidding me? Dude, they'd be using them every week because they'd have to because it's hot, and they're competing against another show that's kicking their ass at the moment. But strangely, right? that's why we need AEW to do so good, start kicking their ass besides NXT, kick their ass. And, and sadly, they don't, they don't care that AEW's beating NXT. So what they need to do is move to Monday nights and uh, start That's beating true. Raw. NXT's the best uh, of the WWE shows. Uh, no, I, I don't agree. I wait, think what, for me, NXT is the hardest to watch of all the shows. What? Really? Of all really? the shows, NXT is oh, the hardest man. to watch. There's, uh, it, it feels like there's a, it's in a garage favorite. with no one watching, and I, I can't watch it. That, that's why I stopped doing the Wednesday night shows because every week that's is going to be the same thing. I can't watch. I can't watch. <laughs> I can't watch NXT. I I think NXT. No, that is why. I'm I'm doing all these. I I started. A, we're doing the Thursday night, Saturday night's main event. Uh, you know, and well, uh, but I, I, it's going to be the same thing. I, I'm going to be crapping on NXT every week. Let me talk about Hulk Hogan versus Andre the Giant for two hours. I would yeah, love, absolutely. I would love that. Yes, I, I, and it's fun. NXT but, is not fun for me. It's just huh. like you know dark. Re- it's dark, dark lighting, dark. You know. It, okay, but it is all the arenas look like that right now. They, they suck because. But I'm thing. saying before it, but yes. But before it, yes, you're right. Yeah. But, but like the, you don't like seeing like not to sound like a dork here, but like the metamorphosis right now of this of like the of the women's and the women's division or um, what's his name and then the main event Keith Lee. Yeah. And, and that, oh, man. I, I think Keith Lee is uh he's not a character. He's, he's, he's almost too polished. He's a big the guy that can do cool he's stuff. Too, he's too polished. Have you ever heard him speak? He is so like he's so polished. That's his crap. They didn't Vince told me too like I swear to God, I'm not making this up. Uh they didn't say polished, too educated. 
is that you don't have to like show off how smart you are by using the big words and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm not showing off. Those are real words. I think I used the word like flabbergasted or something like, like you use it. Um, not in a promo, but in a conversation with them. Anyways, so Lee has the, has something like that, that, that is now that I'm older and I've been, I've been, I had 13 years in, in wrestling to be able to look back and grow from it. I definitely, I can't believe I'm saying this. It would have made more sense for me to dummy it down, if you will, and look and talk like I look, if that makes sense. Keith Lee is so polished, and you hear him in these promos. Like, I love this guy. He is so intelligent, and he's a great athlete. I personally think that's awesome. I can see WWE, especially events, not knowing what to do with that. Wait a second, Matt. Maybe that's why they gave you the stutter gimmick because they're like, we need him not to talk so goddamn much. Oh, like, that's just that's just going way off the cliff. <laughs> they they hooked the left hand turn and just kept going. <laughs> yeah, you should have just said, "I will not say a single, I will not say a twenty-five cent word ever again in a promo." Just I'll, like, man, I'll get up on the second exit. Just give me two eggs. No, we're going off the cliff. Yeah, we were talking. Uh, we did this, We do this Saturday night's main event watch along. We're talking about like how Bam Bam Bigelow, if he was just in a singlet, and uh, you know, like uh, you know, or just in trunks, mm-hmm. he would not be the same guy. Or, or one man game, uh-huh. all these characters, but they yeah. they managed to use their size and then create a character to around it exactly. Like, and that made them larger than Even life. Keith Lee to me is not right now larger than life. He's he's a big dude that can do cool moves and. I've seen all these cool moves. I've seen them a hundred times. I know you're going to kick out a two six thousand times in a match. I I but know not on a dude that size, not on a guy that size. With that yeah, look. him and uh, Dijakovic. But he doesn't look like him. He's much bigger than him. I know, but he just bigger. needs that character. He needs to. He needs he does. to add something. He, he does to be. To, to, we're talking for him to be a main a superstar. Monday yeah. Night Raw and WrestleMania, right? Yeah. Exactly. exactly. That's what. Yeah. Because I see. I when I see Keith Lee, I I see WrestleMania potential. He just needs the right character. Um. So we have a couple super chats I've been holding, so we could get through the show. I want to just right. hit these quickly because people paid their money, Raj. Yes. Now, also okay. want to point out, Raj took off a shirt in the ad when I asked. Nice. If you give him more money, he will take off other clothing. You there just have go. to be very specific about your request, and the figures have to be high enough. Uh, <laughs> Duncan Brady, five dollars Canadian. Tyson's an AEW fan. He owned to make fun of Archer. I hope them bring him in wow. for a couple of dynamites for the ratings. Tyson, denial, my friend. Denial, you know, denial is a, a mother Fletcher, my friend Duncan. But, did you guys? Did you guys uh, watch the last AEW mark here? I admit that before every podcast I cover, that I'm a homer for them, Duncan. I don't like admitting this, but yeah. Did you watch the last dance? course are you kidding me yes so mike tyson michael jordan michael jackson those guys we will never see that level of superstardom <laughs> no. again no and, no, and hulk won't. hogan on a, the wrestling level we'll never and see it on that level with yeah absolutely on the 80s well, yeah. i feel like i said deja vu we used to see this conversation that we uh, yeah i think so but uh <laughs> tyson so. thank you dustin Eck. <laughs> remembering that uh let's see what else we got uh midnight toker five dollars i thought tyson was with archer when he ratted on Arn. this match seemed awkward man if tyson would do it i wonder if tony khan if tyson's thinking about returning to fighting i think tyson in some sort of exhibition with aew i don't know if he would do it but i think that would be ratings and money what do you mean well having tyson wrestle essentially Mm -hmm. a match 
I don't know. I want to knock someone out. Yeah. Yeah. Joe Rogan tweeted out a picture of uh, Tyson Holyfield. And uh, you know what? I would I'm, pay for that. <laughs> I, I would too, but I'm scared for Holyfield. I am. Yeah. I'm very scared for him to get hit again. It, it's like when I saw Liddell and Ortiz the last time. It was. Don't want to see that. Yeah. These were heroes. Justin Lopez, $5. So in a month's time, they might have already beaten Archer, Brody Lee, and possibly Cage at Fighter Fest. Don't remind us, Justin Lopez. We, uh, I agree with you, Justin. Yes. And those three are, god dang. I think it's a little bit more because of Jake and Art is with Archer. Um, he can turn this around. Brody Lee, I'm a little worried about now. It's not his fault. Um, Cage, good lord, that guy again. He, that guy's potential is insane. So uh, Arn is turning on Cody at some point, right? Or Cody fires Arn. Okay, and what's the payoff to that, by the way? Yeah. So I think Arn starts a group. This is what I think. I think he starts a group with um, MJF, Wardlow, and the Revival. Yeah. And that's like the new horseman in a weird way. Because the Revival, I don't see by themselves, yeah, one match with the Young Bucks, it'll do well. But after that, they I, I No, they'd see. be great in that. You're right. They'd be great. Yeah. It's like Arn and uh, Ole were. Exactly. With, with in that next group. To Flair. Let Flair be, let MJF be the Flair. Uh, exactly. If you will, the mistake that companies have always made in the past is saying this guy's going to be the lead. You're going to AJ. You're going to be Flair in Fortune. Uh, Matt, you're going to be uh, uh, Barry Windham. You're going to be the Muscle or Sid, whatever your incarnation of the, of the Muscle was. Uh, uh, Bobby Roode, James Storm. You're going to be Arn Tully. And it's like, and then we go around all backstage and one thing that did these characters, and you start to forget who the hell you are and what you bring to the table and make a difference. So, big mistake in trying to copy that. I hope they don't do that. I hope they don't copy it verbatim. Let MJF be the guy who talks the most on the stick. All right. Um, you know what I mean? And let the two, and then you're right. FTR, um, sorry, the revival would be great at, at chiming in here and there. Like like I said, Arn and Oli would do from time to time with the hard hand part of the promo that they got to deliver, mocking all these spot monkeys and whatever. It's part for 30, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, just enough. They don't have to right. say too much. You know, the mat, the ring, their, their, their work does the talking for them. I would like that group. I would kill yeah. that group to inform. That would be money. I would be money. really would. It would help Wardlow the most because he would not have too much responsibility. He'd be able to be come in a little bit slower and take his time. His stuff will mean more when he finally gets another match again. Yep. It'd be perfect. He could be the silent Batista where he's working matches on, on Dark. And yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Peter Bahi, $5. Just want to tell everyone in the chat in this podcast that you're all awesome. You made this pay-per-view 10 times more entertaining with this podcast and chat. Thank and you. Thank uh, you, Peter. Then, uh, Very positive, Peter. Thank you. Always Peter. Peter's, Peter's, thing, uh, Peter's man. Saying I stole this cup from a pizza hut. People have been commenting that for four years on this podcast about my can water cups. Can we stop? That does look you. like. I've got you. this. Let's get Glenjamin. Thank you. Yes. Why are we rolling over that? I thought that was pretty good. No? Okay. <laughs> I've been hearing that people have been trying to make that happen my entire life. Yeah. Uh, but this you can buy these on Amazon. This is something we haven't gotten yeah, into too about. much yet, bro. But real quick, Hana uh, Kimura, man, she was uh, she was a superstar. Passed away uh, this week at the age of twenty two. Um, I don't even know what to say. Um, she was terrible in a reality show. She. 
she she was in this uh, the skit where like she, so she was the first women's wrestler on uh world uh new japan wrestle kingdom and uh one of the guys on the show washed her gear messed it up she kicked his hat off on the show and she was getting all this hate mail from it and just getting all this hate messages and uh basically was tweeting that she was gonna hurt herself she was tweeting pictures of hurting herself and then uh and then she wrote nearly 100 opinions every day. I couldn't deny that I was hurt. I'm dead. Thank you for giving me a mother. It was a life I wanted to be loved. Thanks you to everyone who supported me. I love it. I'm weak. I'm sorry. I don't want to be alive anymore. It was a life I wanted to be loved. Thank you, everyone. I love you. Bye. So it's one of the... I mean, it's... She was 22 years old. Super charismatic. I mean, you watch her and you're like, she's a star. I mean, it's fucking sad. I don't know what, what else you can say. No, it was very tragic, and especially with, with online bullying being a big part of this. I mean, it's a terrible reflection of where we're at, I think, as a society. We've been here for quite a while, though. I know, I know. Quite and it just, while. we keep getting but, reminded. But now we have, you know, uh, yeah. Matt, we have kids that are going to be growing up in this age where everything is taped oh, and everything terrified. is... Oh, my God, I'm terrified. Remember that... I think I told you this, right? I saw that you guys told me about that, you know, the autistic kid that got. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, oh, my God. I, I'm not going to pretend I didn't cry for like the next hour. Um, and going, somebody is videotaping this crap. Are you kidding me? Like, that's what's happening. Um, yeah, to your point, Raj, it's, it terrifies me of what one day so when my kid for the first time realizes that they're making fun of me because I can't talk, right? Um, and what that will mean. That's just in person. What about when he comes in and these kids come home and it's right in front of them on the screens? I don't think I would let them do social media. Uh, my, my son personally. No way in hell. No. Yeah. I mean, personally. That's the only thing I think of. And I can only control that for so long until he goes back to school and people maybe mess with him there too. Again, but at least I can control some of that, right? Um, it's that bad, though, man. It's disgusting. It's disgusting, and people are the biggest. I can't curse, but you know what? Uh, we're an hour and thirty in. Go for that, it. That, 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 they're the biggest vaginas on the planet that they think that, that they're okay, and they're yeah. tough guys for talking tough and putting people down and bullying them online. Nobody cares about your opinion, all right? Just, just keep it to yourself. It, it, okay, you don't have to say something. It's not imperative that you share your opinion all the time. Well, Matt, you do too. I can learn to. You're correct. We all could. We all think we're way more important than we really are. And uh, we gotta just in general. Treat, who am I to say this? But we do. We do gotta do this. We gotta do a better job of treating each other slightly better, especially those we don't agree with. And you know the world, in the world that I come from, in politics, are you kidding me? It's the most divisive it's ever been. And it's dangerously divisive. And it be, everyone's got to have something to say. It's, it's not that important. To give yourself 24 hours. And if it's that, if that much of a burning desire that you feel that strongly about something, give yourself 24 hours and then come back to Twitter and make that comment or Instagram or whatever. I guarantee you, nine out of ten times, you won't give a crap. Twenty-four hours from then, the feeling will subside from 
what someone said to you to light you off to make you want to say something nasty or to keep upping the ante against one another online. It's not worth it. It's just not. And I do think that um, I do think the majority of people are positive, and it's always that ten percent that just gets on your, you know, that that gets under your skin, right? Like you you get nine positive comments, and you get that one that's just being a dick, and then you just want to. That's the one that gets you, and uh, you know, I, I just I just see. With, see, I, with, I, with two daughters and I just think I, it, it's tough man um, in this day and age where how old are your every, daughters uh, 9 and 11 damn so like all their friends are on social media right yeah dang yeah man it's tough it's, it's tough. tough I just it's tough because everything is out there now it, 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 really quick one more last thing I apologize no no please this is going to sound crazy but wrestling, because I played a heel more times than I didn't, and Twitter, I was on TNA at the time, um, it made my skin much thicker. So, like, I wanted to make people on Twitter pissed at me. I wanted them to hate message me. I loved it. It means I was doing my job and whatnot. So, in a weird, insanely weird way, it did thicken my skin a lot. So now I apologize. People just have different opinions and whatever. My, I really don't. It doesn't. It doesn't hurt my feelings. Doesn't bother me. I don't care. Um, I just, it's, their, it's their opinion. I just think the amount of effort that some people will go to to create a Twitter account yes. and just tweet negativity yes. or harass people, I just don't understand it. Tweet. But I think tweet. we do have to say this: if anyone has mental health issues or experiencing suicidal thoughts, there are resources <clears> available. <throat> of course, we all know the hotline number. It's been promoted a lot: eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. Um, I mean, look, I can't imagine what everyone uh, is going through when they're in this mindset, but uh, please do know that there are resources available. And this is a, you're talking about a permanent solution to a temporary problem. That's a good, that's well, well, well put, actually. That was actually excellent. Jeez, I apologize. Glenn? No, it's fine. It's just, it's just, I mean, this is just. I called you Justin, I apologize. No, it's just so crazy to me. I mean, look, we all know people. Um, that have dealt with depression. I mean, we've talked about our own mental health issues and depression and addiction in here. I just, I just, it breaks my heart every time I hear about something like this. And in this case, I just, people being so shitty to drive somebody. Well, just my mom really, my really mom, angers I, me. I, fuck. I've had a little bit of wine, but uh, I probably shouldn't be saying this, but my mom was in a mental uh, hospital mm. when I was a kid for a, a couple of weeks like it uh she suffered from serious depression and it happened and just being there you know forefront and uh it was you know it's uh it's tough and and i totally get it you know it's yeah. it's easy to it's, it's just so much negativity everywhere and so you know it's, it's easy to fall into that so um so do so, 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 try to do the opposite. It, you guys see it all the time. Um, I'll say, I'll say it out of left. Uh, like, I'll bank some fans randomly out of left field and say, "That was cool for you to even take the time to say something nice." Um, because I do think it takes an effort. It does. I do think it takes effort to tell somebody something pleasant about them. Yeah. I, I swear to God, I do this all the time on my Facebook. You'll feel so much better about yourself just randomly going on other people's pages and you'll see something that they posted. Write something positive. I know it sounds nuts, but I swear in a, this weird way, you will feel better. 
I don't think so. It's crazy and, how it works. Just be nice. And you don't even know them. You don't even have to know them. And we talk about this. I mean, we've gotten emails, we've gotten DMs uh, about people's mental health, depression, addiction struggles. And look, you know, my depression, what I've experienced isn't your depression. So I don't pretend to know exactly what you're going through. Matt, your addiction is not everyone's addiction. Raj, your family history is not everyone's family history. But it's like, just please talk to someone, reach out. Uh, I think all three of us are actually pretty available on social media. And we've had correspondence with people before. you know, again, we can't imagine what you're going through, but I think perspective, perspective, perspective. And mo- really quick, most importantly, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok does not freaking matter. Yeah, It's not real life. What's real life, let me tell you what matters, is when you walk in your front door, how do those people respond? That's what matters. Everyone else can go to hell. It's how you need to build it up in your head. When you start to fall into that place in which, oh, my God, I'm being hammered everywhere. And these people are saying all these terrible things about me. And they're lighting me up on my eye. you got to get to a point where, who the freak are any of these people? I know. Not my friends. They're complete well, strangers. There is a... Uh, give them the power. Uh, Do not give them that power. That's giving somebody an immense amount of power that they have not earned. They don't get to come up here. They just don't. They don't have, they've not earned that right. Yeah. Don't let them in. Yeah, it's uh, I I look at someone like a Brock Lesnar. I'm like, fuck, man, <clears throat> that guy has been able to block it out completely. Yeah, Brock and, doesn't care what you tweet about him. Exactly, but it hurts a lot of us, you know, you know, a lot of people, otherwise. And so just keep that in mind. It's 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 being nice. It's just better overall for yourself and for everyone else. Why not? So. Anyway, it's, it, that sounds cheesy, but it is no, true. And I just think, I mean, if, if common courtesy doesn't work, uh, you know, you've all heard the, the statement before. It's like, Im- imagine how your actions would look in a headline. Like when you're being shitty to someone online, one, you don't know the consequence of it. But two, imagine even if you think it's anonymous, if it were traced back to you, would you want to be associated with that? You know, it's like, so if common courtesy doesn't do it for you, remember that you never know what kind of impact your negative actions are going to have on other people. Or yourself. <sighs> I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's it's sad. Uh, Anik Mura, man, our fans, uh, fans, friends, family, uh, we wish the best to her. It's, it's, it's so sad. Colt Cohen donating $5 saying donating simply because Matt just said the truest thing ever on this podcast right now. Oh, I agree. Uh, well, look, thanks, guys, um, for tuning in tonight. I know we've gone a little long, um, but, yeah, I feel like this was important to talk about. We'll be back here Monday night, the three of us, to talk about Monday Night Raw. Tomorrow we have a day off from wrestling. Just spend some time with our families, decompress a little bit. So, I was uh, on a skateboard today. Ah. How'd that go? Good. I didn't fall. And I haven't been on one since I was a kid. Um, Were you listening to The Power of Love while you're doing it? Ooh, yeah, I think it should have been. <laughs> great song, great soundtrack. Good call. I, I took my kid to the skate park today, and the, we have a bike pump track there now, too. This bike, this, this bike shop, uh, um, I bought this custom-built 26-inch frame. It's the size of a mountain bike, but it's a BMX-style bike. Dude, this thing is a tank, and I love it. And I, I, I've been driving it. I think this is my midlife crisis that I'm into like, BMX and skateboarding now. Trying cool. to get my trying to get my kid into it. Watching like a lot of Rad and Gleaming the Cube and Thrasher. Yeah. I loved those movies as a kid, but no, I'm not there. But 
I want him to really like it. So if, if he sees me doing it, he'll dig it. If we ever have a, uh, a, a week where wrestling doesn't happen, <laughs> it's not going to happen. Oh, if you do, we should do uh, Back to the Future or something like that. Yeah. Or, Although, you know, Rad is coming out in, in uh, 4K this year. They're restoring it and releasing it. I pre-ordered really? it already. So excited for this. Love that movie. I've never seen wow. it. Oh, my God. It's a great Oh, Raj. It's like the Karate Kid. It's like the Karate Kid with BMX biking. Ah. It really is awesome. It's really good. It's really good. We'll leave it at that. Uh, so thanks, everyone. Uh, he's at Matt Morgan. He's at BP Matt Morgan. He's at Raj Geary underscore 303. I'm at Glenn We'll catch you back here Monday on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Stay healthy, stay safe, stay sane, be nice to each other, and we'll catch you back here Monday night.